Hello and welcome to The Gray Area, where I give interviews with developers, talk about gaming news and reviews, and focus on the interrelationships between gamers. My name is Genesee Gray, and this is the 87th episode in a weekly series called Sugar Gamers. Here with me is Keisha Howard, founder of Sugar Gamers, awesome geek and entertainer. Hello, Keisha. Hello, Genesee. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. How are you today? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I like your headset. Thank you. Okay. I wish I if I if I played online games more, I would use it. More. Uh, At least I have it to talk to lovely women like you. <laughs> Thank you. Last week's episode was a discussion with Turntables, producer, community manager from Kona's Corner. Please visit www.genesee.com to add to the forum discussion on that topic and to tell me your story. Today's Thursday, November 11th, and we are going to talk about gaming news, sugar gamers, and events. And I realize it's Monday, but I'm just saying it's Thursday because I always have to mess that up. But anyway, <laughs> I wish it was Thursday. It'd be awesome if it was. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the world should be ending tomorrow after the election, I'm sure. You think that's what will happen? Yeah. It's going to be earlier than when the Mayans predicted. So <laughs> it's going to end tomorrow. I don't know. I, I'm going out to vote, but I'm, I really don't know which way it's going to go. I'm not, I'm not reading like predictions, so we'll see. If the world ended, we wouldn't have to know the answer. That would be one way to solve it. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's true. true. All right. So, news of the week. What is going on with you? What's your news of the week? This may not be news, and I know this is a game show, but I am drinking a beer. It's coconut porter. I've never had such a thing. I'm very happy. I'm in L.A., and uh, I have no car in L.A., so I walked a good five miles around L.A., and I don't know, that's not... uh, the most interesting of news, but that's what I've, I'm doing today, drinking beer and taking long walks. Okay. What are you doing in <laughs> LA? I'm very curious now. Um, Business well, or pleasure? I am a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Um, I am filming a show. I can't tell you lots about it right now, but it should be airing on Sci-Fi Network in a couple of months, and or a few months, and it's about robots. So Ooh. hopefully you guys all like it. And um, unfortunately, I can't say too, too, too <laughs> much about it. But when it, when it, when it premieres, I, I'm hoping to talk to you guys about it then and, and see what uh, sort of feedback I get. <laughs> nice. I don't know if you can say, but do you get to be the robot or do you get to be a person? Um, I, I get to be myself. Okay. So Just. no, you don't have to dress up then. That's not so bad. In, in the no, outfit of it, hotness, I'm sure it's very hot to be a robot. <laughs> my robot was a uh, was was pretty pretty fucking awesome. Can I can I curse? You can say here? that. That's, that's fine. Oh yay! Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just I'm just happy to be able to do that. Sometimes I can't do that all the time. That's, so that's okay. <laughs> but but yeah, that's my that's my news for today. Okay. Very good. Well, let's start with the the standard. Uh, were you a gamer as a child, and uh, how did you get interested in gaming? Um, my brother, my older brother, forced me. I, uh, growing up with my older brother, I just wanted to play with like. I really just wanted to play by myself with my dolls, and sometimes you know have a playmate or something. Mm-hmm. But um, he would force me to play Street Fighter just so he could beat me. And just like, so he could just be like, I beat you, I beat you. Then, like, he would uh, also force me to play Final Fantasy 2 on Super Nintendo. We must have played that game from beginning to end about six times. We even made it into a whole production where I was all the, like, we had to read everything. And I was all the girls. And he read all the guy parts. Like an actual play? You acted yes. it out? Yes. Wow. For Final Fantasy 2 on Super Nintendo. I can probably tell you verbatim the whole dialogue for that whole game. All the, the characters, Rosa and Cecil and so on and so forth. And just, yeah, I, I've, I've been a gamer forced into it by my older brother. And what I wanted to do was beat him. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, so one day when he was gone all day, I played Street Fighter, like, all day until I was just, like, really good. And so he came home and, you know, and, I, and I whooped his ass. And it was awesome. And that feeling stayed in my soul. 
So since then, I've been hooked, and I've been a lot more competitive in that regard. It backfired pretty badly then, huh? He, he thought he'd just have you on and then beat you and feel good, and uh, he, he created a monster, it sounds like. <laughs> oh, yeah, he definitely created a monster. He Now, since I can beat him at any game, mostly, he always be like, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing now. <laughs> Oh, they got it. you every single system you ever had. And, you know, he, 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 he likes to brag. But, I mean, it, it, I definitely, I owe him, I owe that to him. Like, if it weren't for him, I probably weren't, wouldn't be into video games, to be honest. But now, I, I've just been gaming since, what, 10, 12? When did Super Nintendo come out? Oh, uh, yeah. Game Boy? All, all years, of that. So do you do the DS and stuff, or are you mostly into consoles? I'm mostly into consoles. I probably would do the DS, but I just haven't gotten around to it. I like the Vita a lot. I'd probably do the Vita before I do the DS, but I just haven't gotten around to it. (laughs) I've been doing, like, nerdy stuff, like reading books. Not on an e-reader, like but like actual books. books with paper. Remember them back in the day when uh, there was books? <laughs> I have pages. some. There's nothing like that. It has a certain smell and a feel. I love a good book. It doesn't travel yeah. well, though. I gotta it tell you. It doesn't. Uh, and I'm I'm learning that you know e-books do have their advantages. But I, I just I I'm kind of old school with my books. So <laughs> I've been um, reading Game of Thrones. And, uh, ah, okay. And, um, uh, book by Terry Goodkind, Law of Nines. He made the Sword of Truth series. Yes, I read Super- some of his Sword of Truth. All right. All right. Nice. So, you know what I'm talking about. So basically, about. You, you like books that don't have editors. <gasps> I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, How about Robert Jordan? You like him too? Um, I like him. I haven't actually. read any of him in a long time. My, I, I my first intro into fantasy novels was margaret west and tracy <gasps> yay what did you like uh, all of them all of them <laughs> all you? the dragon lance all the dragon lance the twins the you know like it, it went through all the seasons twi- uh, dragons of twilight blah 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 <laughs> dragons of autumn blah 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 you know so um i i, I think i've almost read i've read almost every book by margaret west and tracy good uh, Tracy, what's Hickman. Hickman, yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm gonna find yeah, this author I, now. Cause have you read uh, Robin Hobb like at all? I really like uh, her stuff as well. She's kind of similar. Like she's a she does this whole series called The Fool's Fate. It's like for different books. It's the same genre. No, I haven't read it, but I'll have to put it on my list because I love fantasy. I love fantasy novels. <sighs> so, um, but I have to admit, I have to admit, like. Uh, the um uh Game of Thrones series is amazing. Like, is have it? you read the book? I've read the first one, and then what's the, is it Song and Ice, Fire and Ice, the second one? What's the, I read, like, half the second one. Um, I think it's Song of Fire and Ice or something, and I didn't, I didn't get the whole way through it. But there's certain characters I like, and then certain ones I, I kind of didn't. I like the, um, the girl with the dragons, <laughs> I forget what her name is. Um, Daenerys. Yes, I liked her. And then I got a little confused with Intrigue. So maybe I'll have to pick it up again. Now that the series is out, everyone loves Game of Thrones. And I didn't have HBO, so I've been denied the Game of Thrones, uh, you know, series on TV. We'll see. It, um, it definitely, it's a little darker. Like, Dragonlance was, like, my pinnacle of, like, this great fantasy novel. Mm-hmm. Um... But, yeah, I, I think that just, like, the darker, more, like, just people gotta die, like, sort of <laughs> method that yeah. this author writes with. Like, everybody dying just ain't nothing you can do. This character that you liked is dead. Keep it moving. Here's a new character. <laughs> I'll probably kill him, too. So, you know. Loose attachments. Like. Right. Loose attachments. So, um, but, uh, it's the pacing of it and the surprise of it because I think that we've just been socialized to expect happy endings for everything that, you know, uh, there's not like a lot of, um, of, of like this, that people just gotta die. So, <laughs> you know, nice. I kind of, um, am appreciating 
the the pace of it and the the risk that he's taking by you know killing off all these characters and i'm sorry if i spoiled it for anybody my bad my bad <laughs> so i know yeah um any preview shows him killing people it's okay no spoilers <laughs> no spoilers <laughs> No spoilers at all, but um, I've been doing that instead of playing um mobile games. Uh, and then I'll I'm I'm a binge gamer, so I can't play games every day. So what'll happen is I'll have like a free week, and I'll complete like a game during that week. So like I'll complete like a Mass Effect, and then I'll wait, and then I'll you know like with a really really good awesome games i'll just binge on it until i'm done and then i'm done so that's kind of why i can't play like call of duty or halo because those are really competitive games and you have to be on there and you have to be in it and that makes sense you know i've never heard that term but i think it really works i do that too like that's kind of the phase i'm in now it's not i'm not doing the constant mmos i'm just like hey i like this game and i'm gonna finish it as fast as possible and then i'm done for a while and pick up something else and then something else comes out i want to see it is like that it's like binge gaming i like that term yeah it's cool all right so great to use it (laughs) no (laughs) charge that's right are you gonna pick up halo 4 tomorrow (sighs) ah they released what was it last night no, because you know what? I have Assassin's Creed 3 for a PS3, and I just got it, and, and I'm, it's probably like behind me. Here. And I have not opened it, because I haven't had time. And it's just here looking so nice, and I really, really want to open it. And I, I'm gonna, it's gonna be till Thursday, like until I can open it. So I don't want to buy Halo, because I'll never get to both of them. I, um, did the same. I, I still have Resident Evil back at home in Chicago that is unopened. I have not opened it. I want to play Dishonored as well. Have you heard anything about Dishonored? Yes. Yes, I have it. <laughs> I have it tonight. You have it? I do, and I played like a half hour of it, but so far it was pretty good. I, I think Assassin's Creed is better because I was torn between the two of them, ended up getting Dishonored, and I'm kind of like, oh, I'd like this, but that's not quite what I expected it to be. Some people are really loving it, though, so I guess it depends what kind of game you're, you're looking for with Dishonored. It, it is kind of neat. Like, I haven't gotten to the point where I can use the rats and stuff and use all the spells and try to um, coerce people, but, but that's probably the exciting part. I haven't quite gotten there yet. I'm still, like, in the tunnel. I just got out of the sewers, and uh, now I'm looking for different pieces to increase my powers it's a neat story uh, isn't it um crazy how like we're both super in and geek culture and because we're that passionate about it you find yourself not having time <laughs> it's yes. just like it's very ironic to me like before i sort of you know, went out to find people that had the same interests as I did. And I was just completely self-centered when it came to gaming and being a nerd. Like, I had so much time to game, and now I don't. Like, there's so many interesting people that have the same interests that I no longer can take part of. (laughs) Yes. I do think that's funny because I just got back this uh, Sunday night late. I got back from a convention called Metatopia, which is a role-playing convention where we're playtesting a game that I'm a community manager of. So we spent all weekend. It's like right on the, the border. It is in New Jersey, but it's right on the border of where all of this has happened. And like where I was, there wasn't any gas. You know, all the gas stations were like taped up and they said no gas and everything. And But inside the, the little area I was, there was power. But where I had booked to stay, there was no power. And um, like for two weeks, they were saying we're not going to have power back. So I lost my reservation. And within 60 miles of the hotel, the Hyatt, where they were having this convention, it was booked solid. You could not find a place to stay because all the local residents were booked into the hotels because there was no power anywhere else. And there wasn't any space for people to stay for this convention. Uh, so it was just crazy. And I ended up getting back late Sunday night. I crashed on the floor of a stranger's house. Um, on Saturday night, who was, uh, I guess he was European. His name was Leaf. And I guess in Europe, Europe, they're so nice. They're just like, Hey, come stay with me. Uh, here, have some food. You know, like, here's my hospitality. America, we're like, I got my gun and you better get on my property. I'm going to blow your head off. You know, like, he's just like, Hey, I'm European. There's five people in the house. Come lay on the floor. So it was perfect. I mean, 
That's when you know when you're living, when you're putting yourself in a situation where you might get murdered. It's likely you won't. You know. That did consider. I did consider that. (laughs) I'm gonna die for my gaming. I'm gonna die for my gaming. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how was the convention? It was good. It was a lot less people than there were originally going to be, but we ended up, I guess, like consistently with six to nine playtesters for our, for our games, which was, you know, what I wanted. And uh, it was good. It was helpful. I got to play a lot of new games, which was really fun too. And now I have all new games to buy in a whole genre. So I'll be really broke because now it's not just video games. It's like card games, role playing games, tabletop games. It's now increased, increased my, uh, my debt level overall. I can't wait to get back into tabletop games. If only I could clone myself. <laughs> one person to work and one person to enjoy my games and stuff. Like, I love Dungeons and Dragons and Magic. I even like Settlers of Catan. Hey, yes, yes. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm like, this is all my wheat or oh, whatever, no. like, whatever. So it's like sheep, wheat. <laughs> Hey, right? Yeah. You gotta, you know, make sure that you. What, what is it? There's a thing like, is it plague? What is it? Everyone, there's some sort of something that kills everyone in the wagons, and it's a phrase. I can't remember what it is. Uh, some sort of dysentery. Everybody got into dysentery. Is that, is that what it is? Oh. I think so. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, settlers of Catan. I, I've enjoyed that under, you know, um, the influence of alcohol, of course, because mm-hmm. that's the only way you should enjoy that. But yeah, it's a, it's a cool game. So. <laughs> I mean, because, like, like when you present that game, like, oh, yeah, would you like to play Settlers of Catan? Like, uh, how do you make that sound fun? You got to, like, add something to it. Like, oh, I'm going to have a little dinner party. There's going to be alcohol. I'm going to lure you to my house and throw us a food. <laughs> right. Like, well, it's going to be food and alcohol. Well, and before I dessert. guess I could... <laughs> We're gonna play Settlers of Catan. <laughs> I'll play, and it was it was decent. Yeah, I played this thing called Thirteenth Age, which is really good. I actually did buy it. It's like an amalgamation of D and D, like second through fourth edition, um, with some changes in the rules. And it's just really silly. Our group ended up killing people by shooting exploding rainbows. And uh, I'm sure that's not how the game is supposed to go, but we all death by rainbow like the person's head exploded because the rainbow so it was a triple rainbow so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) i played a game called unexploded cow which uh your the object is to explode your own cows and you get points for it that one was a little silly um yeah that sounds kind of (laughs) dark that's that's the game it is, uh, wow. yeah. Your cows have names like Leslie and Gertrude and stuff and little pictures and then you roll and whoever explodes the cow, they get money back from doing that. They get money. They're like suicidal cows. It's very strange, but it's fun. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> like, okay. Don't a game where you uh, want to kill cows. You know, not just kill them regularly. <laughs> explode That's them. Fun. Let's explode them. Yep. <laughs> Like, whoever (laughs) thought of that must have been on drugs. So I'm just saying, he was probably a genius on bath salts. He'll be a very rich, drugged out person, hopefully. Because I think it's Okay, so me and you need to come out with our own board game. So (laughs) Dysentery cows, what do we call it? (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) don't eat the chicken or something. Like, something. (laughs) Like, you know you want to. That's so, what you call it that. Without, you know you want to. Chicken. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so all the things you want to do, you can't. I don't know, but we should figure out a game. There you go. So, um. <laughs> all right, let me get back to the actual interview, because I haven't introduced you or, or Sugar Gamers or what you do. And people might want to oh. know that since it's an interview. Ah, uh, okay. yeah. So you are the founder of Sugar Gamers, which I am a sugar gamer, uh, a very poor sub- Poor, um, contributing sugar gamer because I don't live anywhere where you have events and I never get a chance to get to meet up with you all. So tell the listeners what the sugar gamers are, what the idea is, and, uh, how you started this. 
Okay, well, um, Sugar Gamers is an organization for women that are interested in tech, gaming, and geek culture. And I started it because I was going to be on this show called um, Ultimate Gamer uh, mm -hmm. that was on the Sci-Fi Network. But they decided at the last minute that I um, wasn't able to be on this show because I wasn't a good enough gamer. Like, all the gamers there, they, like, were super competitive. And I was like, man, you know, that's messed up that I'm not, like, considered one of these people, even though, you know, I've gamed all my life and whatnot. So, you know, I came back to Chicago, and I was like, I'm going to just start my own crew. <laughs> okay. And then um, <laughs> what happened was I started to see, you know, just through observation with the different girls that I tried to bring into like I'm gonna start my own competitive club. Um that women for the most part just don't play games like that. Like we enjoy games but we enjoy them slightly different from guys. And um that in conjunction with the fact that uh um there's no community that really puts social gamers that takes so gamers and casual gamers seriously if you're not a competitive gamer it's like you're excluded from all of these sort of elitist communities where you have to be like hardcore about everything you have to devote this many hours you have to be this good you have to know this information you have to have you know and at the end of the day it's gaming you know, why is it taken so seriously? So I started Sugar Gamers so it could be like a more warmly, um, it could warmly introduce, you know, different parts of gaming and geek culture to women especially because I think like the, the biggest thing that I always hear is like, oh, you know, I don't play games because I'm not good at them. You can't get good at them unless you play. They don't even try because they already have this thought. They, they have to be great at this game in order to have fun at it. And that's mm -hmm. not the point. So, um, again, like I said, I started it to sort of warmly introduce new games and new comics, new tech, whatever, to women without it, they, them, that overall feeling like, you know, um, we're so much smarter and so much more advanced than the new people that may be bringing in. Just come out to an event. We all might suck, but we'll all like meet new people and play new games and have a new experience. And it's not all about being competitive or who you know or what you know, but just like sort of participating in a new kind of social activity. Mm -hmm. So that's why I started. And um, so far, you know, I've gotten a lot of uh, good feedback from, you know, the whole concept behind Sugar Gamers and a lot of women that feel more comfortable with a group like Sugar Gamers as opposed to, you know, a group like Frag Dolls or PMS Clan. Say that there's anything wrong with them. They're awesome. But, you know, you have to be, you know, a hardcore gamer. So, mm -hmm. and Sugar Gamers allows you to be whoever you want to be. I don't care if the last game you played was Sonic or Mario. You know, <laughs> I don't care. Fruit Ninja Master. <laughs> right! <laughs> Fruit Ninja Master, like, whatever. If you're interested, come join us. We'll have a good time, and you'll play some new games, and that's just a gateway drug. They don't know it, that they're a gamer, you know? So, by my definition, a gamer is somebody who enjoys games. That's it. We're, we all play little games on our phones mm -hmm. and be jeweled on Facebook. Oh, yeah. and you know, like, Stop giving me Farmville requests. I don't want to be your neighbor. Right. <laughs> no, right? I don't, I don't typically play Facebook games, but you know. I don't anymore. So. Nice. Okay. So, <laughs> so I have heard rumors that there are advertisements on Craigslist for sugar gamers. What is this about? Are you advertising on Craigslist? Um, well, I'm looking to expand our team. So, um, of course, you know, like a lot of it comes through word of mouth, but we still need like writers and, um, people who sort of come to the events and make sure they go smoothly and recruit other women and, and that sort of thing. And I want to take a more interpersonal approach to it. Like I know everything 
especially within gaming and geek culture, is done online. Mm-hmm. You know, how much online stuff can you get? How many hits? How many site visits? But I'm trying to sort of unplug from that and have interactions in reality mm-hmm. at the same time enjoying video games and geek culture. Like, we can all be behind a computer and give our opinions, but notice that when people are together and interacting in a real environment, like, people are so much nicer and warmer <laughs> and, you know, ready to share, like, their interest instead of, you know, sort of reverting to maybe trolling or something. <laughs> so Yes, yes. So I'm always looking for people that are um, sort of... Uh, you know, interested in joining the team to sort of progress this whole concept of what we're doing. So do you have to be local to Chicago to be able to do that? How do you have a community uh, if you're elsewhere? Um, you the, Like, we still have, like, our... We still socialize a lot online. Um, so, like, we still socialize a lot on Facebook and Twitter, join the website. So, but the, the only way right now because I want to replicate the community that I've created in Chicago and other cities like LA and New York pretty much already have communities Mm -hmm. but a lot most other cities don't you know Harrisburg doesn't said Harrisburg doesn't (laughs) (laughs) well since you are in Pittsburgh we got to get together have an event (laughs) so and and also and I want to clarify this really quick it's not female only it's just female oriented. So it's not so you can like be a guy sugar gamer. Oh. Hmm? You can be a guy sugar gamer as well. You can. I just don't pay attention to you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. I did wonder. I was going to ask that. Like, is it females only or are there guys in, the, in it too? No, it's just female oriented. And there are guy sugar gamers, but they're, you know, supporting it being female oriented. Mm-hmm. So guys come in and like if I have codes to give away I usually give it away to the female yes, members first. which I didn't register for if I have any- <laughs> yeah I'm waiting to tell you about that um have you ever heard of Twistery no uh, studios they make um a comic book or, or graphic novel called uh, Shinjuku and um and it's by Christopher Mink and also the artist the gentleman who did the art for like some of the earlier Final Fantasies with the androgynous sort of watercolor characters. Mm -hmm. So um, it was a beautiful graphic novel, uh, basically um, about uh, some supernatural occurrences occurring in Shinjuku, Japan. And this American sort of cop detective goes over there to check it out. And, you know, people sort of have these powers and there's like this underworld crime thing and so on and so forth. It's I'll, I won't spoil too much for you, but it, it was a good, interesting read. It was intriguing. So they're actually developing a Facebook game for it. And of course, I was just like, but knowing. <laughs> I know. Right. But knowing the storyline and knowing how they're, you know, and they said that it's going to be sort of an RPG sort of turn-based game, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking that it might be a decent Facebook game. So we'll know because as soon as we get the codes, we'll be trying it out and giving our feedback. But um, that's the codes I was giving away. So I, uh, and it's, you know, sort of, I don't know. I don't think there's that, those type of games on Facebook, for the most part, turn-based RPGs. Like, I haven't seen a lot of them, so I'm thinking that this may be interesting. Um, it was originally, I think, going to be a console game or um, a DLC for con- you know, consoles or something. Okay. But uh, I, for some whatever reason, I think it's going to be a Facebook game now. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so um, things like that, you know, I just... There are so many communities where guys can easily... You know, if they're tenacious enough, you get, you know, benefit quickly from it. And there's not as many communities for women to do the same, you know, mm-hmm. just to try something out without having to be, you know, a hardcore, you know, gaming enthusiast. So I want people who may not even game that much to still have like an opportunity to participate within trigger gamers. Like if you just started gaming yesterday, I don't want to 
um, not include that person as well. Mm-hmm. Do you think that guys have that issue too? Where I know, I mean, there's pretty competitive dudes out there, you know, especially you know on Xbox Live or something. Do you think the guys who who aren't necessarily as successful, who don't train as hard, who aren't as diehard about it, have that same issue where they feel like, um, you know, I can't hang out here because I'm not lit enough. And there's, is there like a, <laughs> I don't know, a newbie game club for guys? Do you think that they have that same issue or you think it's like exclusive to women? Um, I mean, if they have that same issue, I don't think it, you know, uh, will, um, could stop them from gaming mm. at all, you know, whereas I think for women that it'll stop them from gaming, period, you know, because like we have so many other, yeah, we have so many other things we can do, so it's not like, <laughs> <laughs> you just say do something else that you forget. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> our media is like, hey, go outside and be sexy and you will have plenty of opportunities, that's what media says to us. And for guys, it's like, you know, either you go out and make a lot of money or you stay home and you play video games by yourself and talk to <laughs> the guys. So that's what media is telling us. If you boil it. So that's uh, kind of true. Okay. So, I just think that, you know, women also like guys had a community sort of feeling too. you know, they get online. And they talk shit, and even if they do suck, it's just like, ah, oh, you know, I'm talking shit with my dudes, and it's cool. But women don't really do that. We we trash talk, but we don't. We're not. I, I, as I've noticed when I, I talk to chicks, they it's not. They don't have as much fun like that. Like you can't just go into like I'm gonna just talk shit because it's like you gotta concentrate on learning how to play the game and you already like if you play Call of Duty for the first time you don't know what you're doing and you get on you know Xbox Live or something it's so intimidating to like just repeatedly die because you know and then get trash talk at the same time and then get noticed that you're a woman and get trash talk and you suck at the game I didn't want to play anymore, you know, like, and just thinking about that, like, guys just don't have that because it's, it's sort of acceptable, these, you know, insults and sort of, you know, what goes on on, on online gaming, especially, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, I do think it's a little bit more intimidating for women, um, I mean, I could be wrong, but from what I've noticed, like, it's, it's, I noticed that women have more fun Number one, when they're, they're actually like have other chicks around playing the same games. Like not, I mean, I, I know there's plenty of women that enjoy online gaming. Um, but like the real fun and banter comes when people are actually together and they're playing, you know, whatever game. Cause if they all, you know, like you could see it and then you could like, you know, punch somebody in the arm <laughs> or something. But, you know, but it's just a different sort of, fun that you get to have you know Mm -hmm. i think that's true i i think uh women at least in my my experience can trash talk with each other but they have to know each other well first and understand that it's a joke and i i get upset and i know other women get upset and and just get very emotional easily about that sort of thing if somebody says something mean to me when i'm playing i take it really personally and get upset where i think a guy would just maybe just slough it off easier and be like, ah, oh, whatever. You know, I'll be like, do, do I really suck? And just worry about it for like a really long time. You know, like I have Hawken, I have the beta for Hawken and I really want to play Hawken, but I'm so intimidated by the beta when I load it up and I'm like, uh, um, do I have to join somebody else's server? Cause that, that freaks me out. I don't want to join a strange server with strange people and be like on a 4v4 when I've never played this game before and people are going to think I suck. Like it intimidates me. I haven't even played the game. You know, and I think that would be something that probably happens where it's kind of neater if you have in-person people around you that are going to do the same thing and you know it's, you see them do it, you know, it's not that bad, you know, support, mutual support. Absolutely, and not only that, like, once this community, like, kind of starts forming this culture, like, how everyone treats, especially the women, how everyone treats each other, I think, like, the loyalty and, like, the, the want and desire to be supportive of one another is, uh, you know, I'm proud to say is very strong in sugar gamers. So when another sugar gamer recognizes another sugar gamer, it's like, oh, it's like all this excitement. And it's, 
it's unfortunate that, you know, like, I, I don't really think that this is, like, the most original idea, but this is the only place, um, the only, like, sort of organization that I know of that caters to casual gamers and social gamers. It's just, like, mm -hmm. so... Like, I don't, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, again, like, frag dolls or girls from PMS clan or something like that, they're like, oh, you're another frag doll cadet. That's so awesome. But it's just so hard to get there. You have to be good. And you have to do this much amount of stuff to, like, even qualify. Mm -hmm. Like, you just have to be you. I don't. I don't care if you were a stripper and you're posing in the half tees with the controller on your nipple. I really don't care. Like, we don't have that sort of culture where we're about to, like, start arguing over it. You're using your gender to, like, play video. Like, I don't care. If you're playing video games, you're a gamer. Done. Let's play. I'm done. You know, like, like let's not have this discussion. If you want a game... Less game. I don't care how you look, where you came from, how often you play, how, you know, whatever. Let's just game and be supportive of one another. Because, and that's the other thing, the other reason why I created it is because, you know, even though gaming communities can be very elitist and exclusive, women especially are vicious to one another in these communities. And I just, it needs to be one where that whole debate over girl gamer. You shouldn't put the label in front of gamers. It's not all about the gender. Well, I'm a girl and I'm gaming. Leave me alone. I don't even want to talk about that. Can we please play? Come on now. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, we, we kind of take all the seriousness that has like sort of wormed its way inside of gaming culture out and just get back to gaming and having fun. So that's true. It makes me laugh, and this is horrible, but <laughs> I'm just a silly player when it comes to role playing. And and there are players that come in to role playing games in a D and D game, and it's like a pickup game, and they sit down and they're very serious, and they want to know why the character sheet has these stats and how they came up with the stats. And then when you play, they're going to argue with you about this rule and that rule. And oh my gosh, you're engaged, and you didn't take your, uh, you know, this your five squares and your flanking, and you know, and 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 nothing should disregard the rules. But I'm just saying, let's have some fun. Let's loosen up. Let's not be a Nazi. Let's just enjoy <laughs> ourselves, you know. And and I can see that in gaming too. You know, like um, you didn't juggle. You didn't do this. You know, <laughs> you didn't target properly. Just can we just play? And it doesn't have to be about how great you are and how awesome you won and how many times you you killed me or got the white flag. And let's just have fun. And the, the fun has been sucked out of it sometimes. It, it definitely does, and I just, it's, that's not how I want to play games. Like, I ain't spending $60 on a gaming cartridge, you know, CD cartridge. You can see how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> nice. But, you know, I ain't spending, like, all this money on a game just so people can tell me, like, where I stand in the gaming universe. I spent my money just like everybody else, and where or not like that's not why i bought it i bought it so i could have fun and hopefully i can share that fun with other you know people when i'm talking to them like did you play this did you complete it all right yeah like i don't care about anything else and people make it political like i play this game because the developer wants to save it like <laughs> come on not really i put really? it on <laughs> insane mode with hardcore no, Five times on this level. Like, I want to be able to say, I played half of this game. Did you play any of it? You played 30 minutes? Cool. Like, wasn't like, that part fun? Like, I mean, most of the people in the industry are not getting paid for their interest in gaming and geek culture. So it's amazing to me how, like, you know, crazy and serious people get, you know, like, well, I've done blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, freaking IT. Ain't no, like, your opinion isn't validating me as a gamer. And I think so many other gamers let people who've, like, been around and been, like, typing behind their computer screen about how they feel about everything validate who they are as a gamer and their interests like well you haven't or either in geek culture or in tech and i know the tech 
in gaming and key culture worlds are sort of all different in their own ways, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, they all suffer from that same sort of elitism and exclusion, and it's just... Like I say, I, I try to make sure that Sugar Gamers doesn't have any of that. Like, we're exclusive and that we're, like, cool, you know. Just, like, we don't have none of that. So, we're just, like, cooler for it. So, like, we, we have our, our news. Like, I'm not... That's the other thing. Like, I'm even though, like, we have, like, media sort of... Sort of, uh, you know, a media sort of lean to our company... Like, I'm so hesitant to, like, call myself, like, a journalist or anything, even though I go to these conventions and I report on them and so on and so forth. Because I already know somebody is going to come and want to shit on me. Like, I went to school for journalism, and I have been in this industry for a decade, and you just got into it because you're interested and you're a girl and you think you're attractive, and that's why you got anywhere. Like, I'm, I'm just so hesitant to, like... <laughs> put a label on what i do i just well, that being said let's move to the youtube channel because you do uh, our youtube channel called sugar gamers where you do interview people and go to different conventions um some really really cool people some really famous people you have stan lee on there you have adrian curry all sorts of people and there's always comments and you know you see them in the comments you're hot but your editing sucks and stuff like that <laughs> you know like take the haters and, they, and move it right to that so i so what do you think about uh, what you were saying about being a journalist, see the quotes, and uh, and what you do, how you get to go around and interview people? Is that something you enjoy? How did that work come out, come about? Well, absolutely. I mean, I, I didn't, like, I never started Sugar Gamers or started interviewing people because from a business perspective or from even a journalistic perspective i started doing it just because i'm interested in these people and what they have to say like i'm spending money going to see avengers and the hulk and you know all these things i want to meet the guy who created it what does he have to say and i'm pretty sure there's other people who want to hear what he has to say too you know so that's pretty much my whole motivation and like figuring out how to have a human conversation with not about, you know, like, I'm trying to do something. But I'm really, Stan Lee is right here in Chicago. He is in a booth right there in front of me. Why should I keep myself from going over there and be like, hey, can I talk to you? And can I talk to you on behalf of all these girls that are supporting what I'm doing? That's it. I'm not trying to label it anything. And um, because I guess I'm tenacious and going after people in that particular way, I get a lot of interviews pretty, you know, easily. And I don't think it's about anything else besides just doing it. That's mm-hmm. it. I just do it. You know, I'm not even, I'm not trying to wait for anything. It's just like I go up to the person, I ask nicely. And a lot of times I just get a yes. Like, and I think a lot of people surprisingly um, feel intimidated you know, and they keep themselves from doing those sorts of things. But I just be like, oh, I see that person. I'm interested in what they. So you know, I've you know spent money and time, you know, with their work, whether it be a video game or a comic book or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, this person is a person just like me. Let me see what they got to say. Absolutely, so, I I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> so didn't isn't that how you started sort yeah. of the. See, there you go. Yeah. Hey, developers, people that make the games, I wonder what you were thinking. Uh, what inspired you? Why did you decide to do that? You know, curiosity, pretty much. And hey, other people would like to hear that, so let's talk. Right. I, w- I would just call myself a curious person. For me, not necessarily a journalist, because I do believe, you know, I'm not like Anderson Cooper or anything. That's a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> you're not curious enough to put yourself behind bombs, as I was saying, because I'm not that curious. I, I don't think I want to travel into war zones to be quite that curious. Report maybe. The news. I, I actually maybe might be that curious. Like, do you play games during wartime? <laughs> oh, what time is it? Is it scary? Like, how do you escape from all of this? Maybe I would. Maybe I would. I am. I'm kind of crazy in that way. So maybe I would. So we'll see. As you'll you'll see. I'm hoping as more stuff comes out, because I'm not an editor, and as you can see, people think that my editing sucks. <laughs> but people hate on hating. 
isn't that amazing though? Like, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, there's more things that that are have been, you know, vid- I have video footage of, but just need editing and more things. I can't wait to show the world, you know, of what we're doing, and hopefully, we'll get more members and just, you know, regular women who have jobs and kids and lives who also have this interest in geek culture too. So, excellent. Well, in the style of Sugar Gamers, I'm going to ask you some of the questions similar to the ones you have asked certain people, specifically Adrian Curry. Uh, your favorite games ever. Name your top three. Tomb Raider. Re- the Tomb Raider series, because I can't really remember what game I like the best out of Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Um, Bioshock. Ah, I love Bioshock. Just perfect. And uh, the Resident Evil series. Are you going to play the new Tomb Raider? Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> like, I know Tomb Raider gets a bad rap, but, like, I don't know. That was the first game I ever played. And um, when she, when, Tomb, when Laura Croft first came out, she was, like, super ambiguous looking. Like, you couldn't tell, like, what she was. She was just a woman, and she was badass, and she was, you know, courageous enough to fucking go on this adventure with in caves and where she could break her bones a hundred different ways. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. You know, and I know she gets a bad rap, but I love, I've always loved the character Laura Croft for sure. I agree. So- I, I love the ones before. No, I love Angelina Jolie. Don't get me wrong. I think she's an amazingly gorgeous person. Uh, if you go before her, I like all the Tomb Raiders before her because they were the old, like, I'm almost 16-bit, really planar, no details. I just have really big chest and I'm, it's, I've got to face the wall, just a certain way to jump. And they were very challenging. I like the old, the old Tomb Raiders, like one, two, you know, maybe. Yeah, like when you get stuck for a good, like, two hours <laughs> and you just don't know what to do. Yes. You'd be, like, pushing on all the walls, hoping that they move. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. something anything you be doing all the camera angles like maybe yes. i forgot a ledge so but um, yes. yeah I, I, tomb raider i i just thought that it was mentally challenging you know i loved it so and it was like i said a, a cool female character i definitely am a feminist in that particular way like oh female character i'm excited now <laughs> okay Favorite character in a game, girl or guy, to date? Uh, I would have to say Captain Shepard on Mass Effect. Okay. Um, Nessie, evil Shepard or good Shepard? Oh, good Shepard. Renegade or Paragon, I'll say it because they'll criticize. Renegade, Paragon, Shepard. Paragon, Shepard. So I, I personally just, I, I feel like I can't play Grand Theft Auto because I, in reality, feel guilty when I do something bad in the game. <laughs> yes. like, oh, no, I rolled over that person. What does that say about me? So, <laughs> yeah, mm. I can't I can't be renegade, Shepard. When I do the few renegade things that you got to do in Mass Effect, I just, I, mm, was there anything else I did? <laughs> but definitely Paragon Shepard. Okay. And, um, I, I, you know, it doesn't matter if you know, it's a, I guess a male or female too much because kind of the same story for either, for the most part. So pretty much. Yeah, but I do like my captain ship. She was badass. <laughs> Favorite enemy to kill. Favorite what? Enemy to kill. Um, the red turtles on Super Mario Brothers. Really? Why? Why the red ones specifically? Because uh, you could do more with the shell. Because the shell, like, would <laughs> carry it um, through it. Thing, and I just, you know, I love the. For some reason, the turtles from the, the from Mario Brothers were just amazing to me. Um, yeah, that's my favorite enemy to kill. I don't know why. It's just random, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. I. Besides video games, uh, what other interests do you have that are similar to the stuff that you cover on Sugar Gamers? Are you a comic book, you know, aficionado? Do you like the tech? Do you participate in those other aspects? Absolutely. Um, I have definitely been becoming more involved in the tech scene in Chicago. Um, and it's really amazing 
that these people are still nerdy, but they're just nerdy in a more professional sense. So it's all about startups and money, but you still get that creativity and you still get to see like the innovations that people are doing with the uh, software and hardware. So that's something I'm really curious about. And then um, I definitely am a huge comic book enthusiast, even though I don't really like traditional comics. Okay. So, um, I kind of like anti-hero stuff, so I like Top Cow. Like, my favorite comic book of all time is the Darkness series, um, by Top I like Fables, Why the Last Man, you know, just like stuff like that. So, I don't really follow, like, Batman, Superman, Hulk, but I feel like they do that in so many different, it's just. Yeah. And then Marvel even, DC. Yeah. So. <laughs> I just kind of try to read the alternative stuff. Okay. Uh, how about your favorite moments when you were filming uh, things for the Sugar Gamer site on YouTube? Do you have any favorite things that stand out to you as things you liked when you're filming at the moment? Um, definitely. I have to say that um, I have a Geek to Chic uh, event coverage video and it's amazing so all of these entrepreneurs that are men model uh for this microsoft sponsored fashion show and they're not models they're just these nerds that do startup companies so like they're coming down and it's so much fun because like when you think about fashion you always are, you know, it's like so serious. But these dudes are just like having fun on a runway and they were so adorable. And one dude like started beatboxing for no <laughs> reason. It was just, it was, it was pretty funny and fun because it still kind of was relevant to what Sugar Gamers is all about. And then, um, Stan Lee, that interview was so random and, you know, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, he is a flirt. Um, yeah. What was, his <laughs> what was his name for you? Something? He had a superhero name he, for you? His superhero name for me was Erotica. And I don't Erotica. even know how to feel about that. I don't, because it's like, on the one hand, like, all the girls that were with me, because I had my entire team with, well, I had like half my team with me at the time. And, um, you know, like, everyone's so happy, you know, we have the opportunity to meet freaking Stan Lee, you know, that's amazing, mm -hmm. and then he calls me, I'm like, give me a, a name for my costume, he's like, erotica, and I'm just like, <laughs> it's like a mixture of disappointment and accomplishment, like, yes. Like for real, but then like, I'm like, I gotta, I got named by Stan Lee, and right. I'm like, dirty old man, but it's Stan Lee, dirty old man, but it's Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that was interesting. Oh, another person whom I love, um, I had a, I have great moments with is Mark Silvestri from Top Cow. He is just like such a um, charming guy, and he always says a bunch of nothing. But I don't <laughs> notice it until after the interview. So I'll be like, what new projects are you coming out? And he'll be like, well, we got some stuff coming out. And it's really exciting. And it's going to come out soon. And it's going to be really epic and exciting. And um, it's going to happen. <laughs> and you'll you'll see it. <laughs> and I'll be like, for real? And he'll be like, yeah. And it's, it's going to be a movie. And it's gonna be someone that you're knowing, that you know, who made the movie. And when it comes out, you're gonna just be blown away. And I'll be like, man, you know, so like five to seven minutes go by. <laughs> like, he ain't told me nothing. <laughs> nothing. Like, I, what can I do with this? <laughs> He's so charming, though. Like, I just forget the questions to like come more. I'd be like, oh, that's so cool. And then it's like, I don't know anything more than I did before I went into the interview. And then uh, there's, and then my last favorite moment that I'll tell you about is the interview with Peck Pong Pet, who uh, did motion capture. Ah, yes. <laughs> he did motion capture for um, Mortal Kombat. That's when you kept going, he's a ninja the whole time, right? He's a ninja. Is that the interview? <laughs> ninja, ninja. He Keep is! Going. Keep going. So, so 
like, and he's so awesome and cool, you know, because he actually knows the martial arts. But then he's a developer, and then he's a designer, and he just does all these really cool, creative things. So then he does like a demonstration in a um a venue that we have here for like land gaming or whatever. Mm. And I'm just like, how cool is this? It just ties everything together. <laughs> and then we even discussed. I was like, if you break anything, it is not my fault. And immediately, uh. he breaks. <laughs> when he's doing the demonstration, he breaks a light in this establishment. Ain't neither one of us pay for it. But, you know, I'm just <laughs> It was it was like like a really cool moment because he was cool and that's when I realized that all these people that we really admire and that we really like oh my god this person is you know a hero or this person is a genius or this person is just so freaking epic they are just like us they are clumsy and socially awkward and you know they're just like us except for they might have some money that's mm -hmm. it <laughs> <laughs> but um those are definitely my favorite it's so much fun meeting these people it's so much anybody like not just like famous people but just anybody who's kind of sort of in this little subculture so that's becoming pop culture i think but you know so very good that sounds like a good place to end it. So I will say uh, a big thank you to Keisha Howard. And you can find her at Sugar Gamer because she's just one. There's no S. Sugar Gamer <laughs> on Twitter. Or is it SugarGamers.com? Yep, it is SugarGamers.com. And there's also a Sugar Gamers on Twitter as well. Is there? Um, is mm -hmm. that the whole everybody? That is everybody. When okay. I first started Sugar Gamers, I had already had that name for my Twitter. So I just never changed it. So there you go. Thank you. <laughs> the Alpha Sugar Gamer or the Sugar Gamers. And if people want to join Sugar Gamers, how should they go about doing that? You just go to the website, you fill out the membership form, and then you are abreast to all of the things that we are doing. So just visit the site for our events. Um, and we go to different conventions in, you know, LA, we're going to PAX this year, I mean next year. And um, mm -hmm. we're going to definitely uh, start expanding a lot more. So we want to start, the first city that we're going to replicate this community in is probably going to be Atlanta. Oh. So. Yep, so we're about to start, like, expanding to different cities. So if anybody wants me to come to their city, let me know. <laughs> you know, I want you to come to Harrisburg. There's nothing here, probably, but you should come anyway. <laughs> That's why Sugar Gamers needs to be there. That's for right. Because the, the people out here, all we have is cows to explode. There's no... Uh, nothing wrong with that. I'm not judging. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And as per usual, the Gray Area Podcast is entirely sponsored by listener donations. So if you go to Genesee.com and you see the buttons on the right-hand side, maybe you say, I do not have $20 to give you for this episode, but I really like your show. Maybe you say that because you're from India. And, uh, you know, you don't have to give $20 and up. You can go to the choose your own adventure, choose your own button amount, at the bottom and maybe you have three dollars maybe you have five dollars maybe you have one dollar it doesn't matter but if you like the show and you're entertained uh, i would urge you to do so um because it helps keep the site up it helps uh, support the basic running of things uh and it shows your support if you think i'm going to take your money and go buy drugs and quaaludes then you can always go to the amazon wish list at amazon.com and do a search for genesee gray where you can pick things that are specific to um choices that i've made and then you know i won't go out and buy 15 hamburgers or like i said quaaludes so your choice, if you'd like to do that and you'd like to support the show, those are options. Also, I love it when you give an iTunes review or click on the stars if you don't feel like writing, because that also helps support the show and make it more visible on iTunes. So thank you guys for your support, and I will see you next week with a new episode. This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?